Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 320 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about the National Championship football game. We're going to talk about our weekends and just the various things that we had going on. We're going to talk about what Melanie has been reading lately. She's been on it in the new year. Also, a significant discussion about Amy Grant, who I adore. If you have not joined us on Patreon yet, we would love for you to do that. It's at patreon.com slash bigboo. And our most recent episode is on our low-level goals for 2023. So fun. We would also love for you to stop by our Amazon shop to see some of the things that we love and love to use. That's at amazon.com slash shop slash bigboo. Alrighty, here we go with episode 320. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. Now, obviously, we're going to talk about the national championship game. We actually waited until today to record so that the national championship game could happen. But before we talk about it, I have to tell you the most exciting thing that happened to me this morning. What? Okay. So I went to early Pilates. Mm hmm. And I had just a list of errands I needed to do in my phone, things I needed to return, things I needed to pick up, you know, that kind of stuff. And Uh so after I went to Pilates, I went to Target. Now, the Target by my house, I often say, is the saddest Target in the world. Okay, It's been open for 20 years. It Uh has not. It has not changed one bit since then. I think they paid mm. one time. It it looks like on the inside, I feel like I'm in one of those. Oh, remember the big K Kmart's? Oh, like, yeah. Uh-huh. That's what it feels like to me. Like, it's just, it's sad. It's, I mean, the people there are lovely, but it's just, it's, it's it just, it needs, it needs some help, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so today I pulled in the parking lot and there were two big, like white tinted buildings in the parking oh. lot and all these storage units. And I was like, oh my goodness, they're about to remodel our target. They are about oh. to give the target a facelift. Let me tell you something. I, so I had to to park kind of far away from where I normally park. I was so excited that <laughs> I was so excited that when I started to get out of my car, I realized I had not put it in park and she was a rolling like (laughs) so I I just slam on the brakes which I knocked my knees against the bottom of my dashboard when I did that because my car Mm -hmm. came to a halt but still I was just as enthusiastic I didn't even care wow so when I when I checked out I asked the woman at the I was at the self-checkout and I was like so are y'all remodeling and she said we are and I I would I I demonstrated far too much excitement (laughs) about it Cause you know, I'm going to go over the top about weird things. And about the third time I told her, I was just thrilled for the store. Mm-hmm. I, I could tell she wanted me just to stop talking. But yes, please, ma'am. Please, please ma'am. Thank you. Uh-huh. Enjoy your purchases. But anyway, I was, I was so excited and I got in the car and I kind of laughed at myself because I thought, well, what is my life? I mean, yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, that, you know, I get a target remodel in 2023. She said it was going to take at least six months, if not more. Oh, yeah. So, I believe mm-hmm. that. I believe that. It's not going to be, you're going to have to, it's a long game you're yes. playing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it isn't going to, but I remember this because they shut down the target where I used to take Caroline as a baby and it was an old target. And I was really sad because I had spent so much of her formative years in the aisles of that target. You know, it kind of felt felt like. That's how I felt when our Steinwork closed. Yeah. Where I was like, we've, we've logged a lot of miles walking through this target because when Mm -hmm. she was little, you know, there was very few places you could go that were open before 8am. That's right. No. And target was one of them. And so it kind of became when your child wakes up at five by by seven, you're ready for an activity, you That's know? Right. And mm-hmm. so, and then when they opened up our newer target, um, but it's just never been, there are much better targets. I've, <laughs> our, it already feels kind of old and run down to me and it's not okay. that old, but it just feels, eh, it's not my favorite. They're, mm-hmm. they're much better. When I go in other targets, other places, I'm like, this is a much better target. Yeah. Well, we have a Target in Homewood that is very fancy because it has underground parking or it has Mm. parking underneath the Target. I shouldn't say it's underground. And then when you go in, you have to go up an escalator and they have an escalator for your carts, which is, listen, that's a high dollar Target, right? I mean, that's. Yeah. And so when when your cart has an escalator Mm -hmm. and so, but it's just so spacious and it it looks like the newer targets do, but anyway, I can't wait to see what they do to ours. I'm so excited about it. So oh, yeah, all that to say, now that I've shared this very, very life-changing news, mm-hmm. let us, let us get into a national championship game recap. What do you, what do you even say? With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You can skip the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You have got New Year's goals, we all do, and HelloFresh is here to help you achieve them. Skip the grocery store and take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. HelloFresh's festive fare collections feature limited time recipes made with seasonal produce and premium proteins, and you can get out of the post-holiday slump with elevated winter classics. It is so hard for me to figure out what to cook for dinner after we're past the holidays. But with HelloFresh, eating well in the new year can be stress-free and delicious. With over 35 weekly recipes, they have options you're looking for to help you achieve whatever your goals are. They're calorie smart, there's carb smart, even customized select meals. You can swap proteins or veggies. You can add protein to a veggie dish. This has been Caroline's first year to live off campus with no meal plan, and HelloFresh has been such a great way to help her cook healthy meals at home. It's easy. She doesn't have to go to the store. She has all the ingredients right there, and I like knowing that she can make delicious, healthy recipes that don't require spending hours in the kitchen because that's the way I like to cook. And now that we've also partnered with Green Chef, they're owned by HelloFresh, so you have a wider array of meal plans to choose from. There is really something for everyone. I have loved switching between the brands, and now our listeners can enjoy both brands at a discount. Go to HelloFresh.com slash BigBoo21 and use code BigBoo21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash BigBoo21 and use code BigBoo21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. You'll see why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. I feel like, I'm going to say, I feel like there were two big losers in that game. One is obviously TCU. The Mm -hmm. other one, and I love him, but was Stetson Bennett's haircut. Oh, yeah. Somebody did not do him a favor. No, I mm -hmm. felt like, did an Alabama fan cut your hair before (laughs) the game? 
Like, did you go in? Did you ask? I would like the Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> like, he's just the most charismatic, good looking, mm -hmm. great athlete, kid, all around, whatever. But I felt like I thought you're going to look back and I think have some regrets about mm -hmm. that haircut for that guy. Yeah. For a big moment. Yeah. It was kind of the guy version of an impulsive, like bangs situation. Yeah, it really was. You know, it, it, it was, it was, oh, as, as Stephanie's grandmother used to say, it's one of my favorite sayings that Steph repeats, tried and can't. Like it, yes. was a, it was a tried and can't situation. But as I mentioned to you earlier, Stetson Bennett could have done whatever he wanted to in that game. You know, he could I mean, scored at will. Yeah. He meant business from the get. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it, it was fun to watch him do so well. Mm -hmm. I think there's a whole interesting thing about that game. Like I felt even the pregame body language. Like I felt like when they talked to Sonny Dykes for TCU, he was like, we're just going to try to settle in and remember why we're here. And it's just a game. And he kind of was doing that whole thing. And then they were like, Coach Smart, what do you want? And he's like, aggression. You know, right. like, it, I was like, oh. Yeah. And that's what he said at halftime. He was like, they were yeah. aggressive. Mm -hmm. I think, because I've thought about this from the perspective of being a state fan my whole life. I think there's something psychological about those big games and whether or not you're used to that environment, whether or yes. not you're used to that level of not just competition, but pressure mm -hmm. and exposure. Mm -hmm. So I think that what I thought about before the game is, as TCU, as a team that wasn't even ranked at the beginning of yeah. the season, like how do you feel standing on that field, knowing that you're there to compete for a national championship against the defending national champion? Yeah. When this is something your program's never done before. It's mm -hmm. huge that they yeah. made it. Like nobody can take a thing away from them as no. far as, as that's concerned. I mean, they they made it to that game and good for them. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. like as a state fan, I think. My worry would be, oh, we do not know what this is like. We, this yes, is, this is unfamiliar territory for us. Mm -hmm. And so I think there is something to that. You know, I think there's a confidence that comes in knowing that you've done that before and you can do it again. I agree. And so this brings up an interesting thing because, okay, so my friend Casey texted me during the game last night and she said, this is one of my fears is that the Aggies would make it to this game and we would do this. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, that's funny because my fear is, is that we'll never make it to this game. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so the question is, so we mm -hmm. have this debate of, is it better? Is it better to make it to the game and to get to that level and, and just kind of bomb mm -hmm. or, and, or just to be outplayed? I mean, frankly, right. or, is it is it better to never have gone at all? Is it better to have loved and lost than to never have loved at all? That's it's better to get to that game a hundred percent. That's what I said. I was like, I think you got to get to the game because to 100%. have that moment. I mean, like it's incredible. Yeah, because okay, my only experience with with this is women's basketball and baseball. Right, uh -huh. that's my only uh -huh. experience as a fan. And state has gone to the College World Series, and, and you know we played in the championship series against UCLA several years ago, and and just like we 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 did not do well, but yeah. we made it to the national championship. Yeah, when we made it to the national championship in women's basketball a few years back, and we're winning the whole game against Notre Dame and then they come back and they beat us on a buzzer beater in overtime. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's heartbreaking to lose, but, yeah. but to have a chance to play for the national championship, like 
golly to me, that's just what you work for, you know? So absolutely. I mean, even if you get there and it doesn't work out, I think it's something to be super proud of because you have to get there to learn to win it. I think, you know, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get to that level. Success Mm -hmm. breeds more success. Because I I think you look, because they kept saying like Kirby smart last night, which I did one of, I had a couple of moments that I thought were so great. Number one, you and I texted about this a little bit. I loved Saban as a commentator. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I, could he, CBS, I have an idea. Yes. Could he, maybe, I know he has to coach games, but like if Gary decides to hang it up, mm-hmm. how about Nick Saban? I love yeah. listening to him. He was so specific in his breakdown. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I I mean, he, he, he was next level. I felt like he was, and there were, there were two moments. One was pregame and it was when they brought Corso out and Corso was doing his pick. And so, you know, he did his Corso thing and he was like, I picked Ohio state to beat Georgia. And I was wrong. I picked Michigan to beat TCU. And I was wrong. And he's like, tonight. And he picked up the bulldog head, like he was going to put it on. And then he put on the TCU cap instead. He's like, I'm picking TCU. And the look on Saban's (laughs) face in that moment, I thought that is a man with like no face filter, like, cause he just looked like this is foolishness mm-hmm. and I can't believe that I'm listening to this. He just uh-huh. looked so disgusted. And then the second was at half when Dave Pollock was talking oh. about Georgia and how Georgia's become so dominant. Yeah. And, and if a sad trombone could have played behind Nick Saban's head, that would have been appropriate. Like, it was so good. <laughs> yeah. It was fantastic. Fantastic. It was fantastic. And I uh-huh. thought, what y'all don't know. And it's like people on Twitter, and I thought it's so true. So I was like, oh, if y'all think Alabama isn't going to be playing in this game next year, oh, y'all yeah. are wrong. I mean, yeah. like, I was like, we have just added all kinds of fuel to the fire, and he is going to be bound and determined to prove that he isn't a team on its way down. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I was like, woe to all of us that have to play Alabama next year. Yeah, listen, woe to the Alabama players. It's spring training this year, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's going to be a deal, I think. Yeah, yeah. I do love all the the pomp and the revelry around the game. It's just, it's fun. It's fun to gear up for, even if maybe the game wasn't so great this year mm-hmm. and was a little one-sided. Um, it's still always super fun to see who makes it to the end and to... And T, you know, like, it's like Amy who taught me Pilates this morning. She said, I mean, you know, it's it's the end of college football season. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. That it's We've got a long dry spell. And I mean, I know yeah. we have baseball and other things going on, but football season is just a unique, wonderful time. And so I was... Sad, but I loved the pregame. I love the of grit and glory, like where they the pregame thing where they showed like the montage of like past players and the mm-hmm. game and what it meant. It was just so beautiful and the pageantry and and the whole thing. And then at one point they said because that stadium I guess is covered, but it has like open breezeways because it normally doesn't rain in LA. And then at one point they said it's only raining on the TCU fans. And I thought that feels appropriate that mm -hmm. you're sitting here and it's raining on you. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was, listen, it was, it was Georgia played. That was about as complete of a football team. Oh my gosh. As I've seen. I mean, they dominated line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. They, they could do no wrong. I mean, McConkey, good night. I mean, mm-hmm. that kid, I was like, mm-hmm. talk about having the game in your life. I mean, it just, listen, it was, it was something. They were just, they were a phenomenal team. And I think they, I think if that team had shown up against Ohio State, I don't think the Ohio State game would have come down to just a field goal. 
No, no. If that team had showed up against Ohio State. But, you know, I also think, and I know that we'll we'll use this idea sometimes to appease ourselves when things Uh don't go well. But I also think every great team needs a moment where they don't play as well as they should or could. You know, they need to, they need to see their limitations and Uh they need to, they need to be reminded that they're human. And I think that that Ohio state game, you know, you have to think that they went back to Athens and they were like, we got some things to fix, Uh Uh some things to address. And so uh, they were as prepared as they could have possibly been. It was a sight to behold for sure. Yeah, it was good. So mm-hmm. now we just have a, a, a seven and a half month drought of <laughs> college football. I'm determined to enjoy basketball season. And then listen, yeah. we're only really um, just a little over a month away from baseball. I mean, it's baseball true. will be here before you know it. So, it's so true. We've got, we've got bright days ahead. I feel like we do. Yeah. There are still, there are still good times to be had. By now, most of you have probably heard me talk about Pros, the world's most personalized hair care. Switching to a custom routine from Pros was one of the best things I've done for my hair, and I have to be so good to my hair right now, especially as I have hit these menopause years, and the results I'm seeing just get better and better. Pros has made my hair shinier, it's made it smoother, it's made it softer, it's made it stronger. When I use the Pros hair mask once a week, it is amazing how much better my hair does for the rest of the week. And Pros knows there's more to you than just your hair type. They have given over 1 million consultations with an in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. And they ask things like, what do you eat? How often do you exercise? What's the water like while you, you know, where you live? And then they analyze all these factors and then they handpick clean ingredients that get you closer to your hair goals with every wash. I love that they have a review and refine tool and it can let you tweak your formulas if anything changes. Like in this last year, my hair has gotten a lot drier. And as a carbon neutral certified B Corp, Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty free. They're also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral. And if you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best hair care you've had. They will take the products back, no questions asked. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash bigboo. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash bigboo for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. I have continued, and this is the last, I just want y'all to know because last week y'all were all, I got so many DMs, so many DMs about everybody feeling my grief over Petrino. And I want you to know I've continued to process that. Okay. okay. I've continued to deal with it in my heart. Um, mm-hmm. It was at, my grief was kind of compounded this week when Cliff Kingsbury got fired from the Arizona Cardinals because I was like, he had been our offensive coordinator when Johnny Manziel was there. And I was like, what if Cliff had wanted to come back? And I don't mm-hmm. know that he would have, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I would have been excited about that. But, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. And as I texted Casey last night, she texted me after the game and she goes, do we have to play Georgia next year? And I said, not until the SEC championship. And she said, oh, I see somebody's already drinking the Kool-Aid again. And I said, it's what I do.
It's what I, I want to, I want to remind you, I even reminded Alex last week, like you say, this is the most toxic relationship in your life, right? It is. You and Aggie football. So mm-hmm. it, it stands to reason that the disappointment would sting a little extra even, you know, yeah. I mean, so you don't listen, you don't have to put on a brave face about the Bobby Petrino thing. You, you feel free to sit in it as long as you need to. Okay. And, well, I appreciate that. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be a thing that I'm going to continue. I don't feel good about it. I'm just going to say, I don't feel good about it, but I do feel good about our players. I feel good about our talent. And so, you know, it's just going to be what it's going to be is okay. I've got time to process it, but I'm sure by August, I'm going to be fully in. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. You know. I would be disappointed if you weren't. Yeah. I, I would be disappointed if you weren't eagerly awaiting your trip to the national championship, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's what happens. It's the cycle of my life is what I'm saying. So what'd y'all do this past weekend? So we had a pretty quiet weekend. I was trying to think like when you put that in the show notes or like in the thing, I was like, what did we do this weekend? We, um, Caroline had one of her friends from college came in. And so she had one of her girlfriends came in. And so we hung out with her. Um, and, um, we just, I don't know. I read books. Listen, I'm on a whole book reading thing, which I'll I talk can't wait about to hear a little about bit it. later. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is kind of our last week to have Caroline home. And so I think we've got some shopping in our future. We'll probably go eat dinners. We're going to do some stuff like that, but I'm going to tell you that something happened yesterday at the ranch. Perry went down to the ranch right. and he texted Caroline and I a picture. And I'm going to say, I always feel like I need to pick my feet up when you start talking no, about this kind of thing. Uh, now this, I'm going to say that it was the pinnacle. It validated everything that Perry is and everything that he prepares for. Okay. And I really feel like it was one of the pinnacles of his life. Oh. And that is that there was a whole drug trafficking bust that actually happened on our place yesterday. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Pulled up stolen F-350 trucks. Um, the DPS troopers were there. It was What's DPS? The uh, Department of Public Safety, our Texas okay. state troopers. Okay. They were there. They, there was a whole thing. They had stolen the truck in San Antonio. Apparently they run it down. They pick up drugs. It's a whole thing that they have going on. It's a ring. They said that was their eighth one this week, but it actually hit home. So the fact that Perry see this go down and pull his gun on the ranch to be prepared for what he was about to encounter, I'm just going to say... That from here on, we're going to be living in an episode of Narcos all the time. Oh my gosh. Be- oh my gosh. I know. Oh, oh. Listen, and if I had been down there, I mean, what would I have done? I just <laughs> tried to hide. I don't know. That's my whole. He was so prepared. He had a plan. Oh, I, no doubt. I mean, he had a plan. He knew. Then when he started to realize he saw the trucks, he knew exactly what it was. He knew exactly what was going down. I wouldn't have even known what was going down. I'd have been like, oh, look, somebody's truck stalled on the ranch. But he was like, that truck wasn't supposed to be there. That wasn't supposed to be happening. I looked up. I assessed the situation. And so the fact that that happened and then he got to come home, then I saw him telling the neighbor across the street about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just it's going to be the gift that kept giving to Uh the the fact because he was like, it was only a matter of time. And he kept saying that. And I kept like, I was like, eh, what do we I mean, no, because we're kind of off the beaten path. But no, apparently it all happened yesterday. And so what I'm going to say is I'm going to have to probably carry a gun and a knife now when we go down to the ranch as if oh, either of those would do any good. But that's that's that happened. It was very dramatic. Well, you'll be more prepared than I would be. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd, I'd have a 
jar of mentholite <laughs> and a pack of crystal light. I mean, I- so here, let me let me hand you this lip balm and see if you would be willing to trade that. Ooh, the vapors, the vapors uh-huh. are going to get you. They're uh-huh. going to get you. So anyway, oh that, goodness. but I just thought, oh, Perry, it was his, it was his, it was his shining moment. And so no he got doubt. To, to the troopers, he got to hear the whole scoop on what's going down, uh, what they're looking for. I can't really go into any details because. Sure. No. Yeah. It's an I investigation it. that they're compiling, but I'm just saying it was That's a whole crazy. thing. Isn't that crazy? Wow. It really is kind of crazy when you think wow. about it. Okay. So well, I don't have anything that compares to that. I don't know if I mentioned <laughs> they're remodeling our target, but. <laughs> Listen, some weeks are more exciting in some places than they are in others. That's what I'm going to say. Golly. Well, I know. So it was crazy. But then he went back down there today because he needed to make sure that the fence, because they had driven through some fences. And so he had to go patch fences and and do some stuff. So he's down there today and I'm sure he's armed to the teeth. So is Rip with him? We're going to need Governor Dutton to get in there. Our our weekend, now that I, I think about it, was was pretty calm as well um, yeah. compared to what Perry was well. dealing with. But um, Friday night, I cooked, well, I cooked Friday for um, the Mixons and the Kingses just for us to have kind of one last little get together before the kids all went back to college mm-hmm. because... Luke, Ashby's boyfriend was going back this weekend, this past weekend. And then um, Ash and Ella were going back first of this week. Alex went back Saturday. So I mentioned last week that I had seen a pot roast recipe on TikTok I wanted to try. Yes, yes, you did. Okay. So I made that pot roast. Uh-huh. And when I and I started the roast on Thursday and then just put it in the refrigerator because I feel like roast is one of those things like you can't cook it too much, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. It's you want it to be so so tender, so I did it in mm-hmm. the instant pot, and then I refrigerated everything, and then I got it back out on that next morning and warmed it up and shredded it, and added some carrots. And I was like, I'm not sure if this is enough meat, so I ran to the store. I got another chuck roast, my third one, because I had gotten two at Costco. So okay. I go get another chuck roast. I cook it in the instant pot and I, I, I want it. I cook it actually do two cycles in the instant pot. Cause I want it to really cook and be tender. So I add that in there. Mm-hmm. I put some more carrots in there and I keep it on the stove, just like on the very, very lowest setting on the burner. So it's okay. just kind of simmering, you know, for a few hours. Mm-hmm. When I tell you that there was maybe at the end of the night, maybe three quarters a cup of that meat and those carrots left it I mean and this is no credit to me because it's just the recipe it's like it's this it's really an easy recipe Uh but the flavor because you've got pepperoncini peppers in it and you've got tomato sauce in it and then you've got some seasoning packets in it Mm-hmm. And the flavor just kind of mellows out the longer it cooks. And I made oh. um, mashed potatoes to go with it. It was delicious. And those kids and adults ate like I made two dozen rolls and there was one and a half rolls left. Like it was. Wow. A, it was a hit. It was a hit. So anyway, we ate supper. We uh, David started a fire in the the solo stove thing that we have outside and we sat around that solo stove and laughed for 
I don't know, a couple of hours. That's so and fun. It was just really fun. It was great to be with the kids. Everybody's in a good place, which is where you want them going back to school. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, I got up and I drove to Startville and I went to the state Ole Miss basketball game with my friend Daphne. And then yeah. I spent the night at Daff's. And the next morning, I got to see my friend Grant. We went to breakfast, had a great time catching up. And then we went to, Daff and I went to the state and South Carolina women's game, which, yeah. I, you know, South Carolina is the number one women's team in the nation. I'm yeah. fascinated by Dawn Staley. I, just her leadership is a, a source of endless fascination to me. What she's been able to build there, how she's done mm-hmm. it. And so, but then when the South Carolina players came out for warmups, they all had on Mike Leach shirts that on the back said, said, swing your sword. And all the coaching staff wore those shirts during the game, which I just thought, okay, that was really kind, you know? I agree. um, and, And they're so good, but our team played so hard and we were ahead at the end of the first quarter and we were in it at the half. I mean, we were in that game the whole way through. Uh And then we ended up, I think, losing by seven, but they played so hard and so well that when the game was over, all the state fans stayed and gave them a standing ovation. And it was just, it was really fun. So anyway, I came back Sunday afternoon and then now it's Tuesday. So here we are, but it was, it was a great weekend. Okay. Full of people I love and things I love, like cooking and sports. So there you have it. Y'all know that I love my beauty products and some of the favorites this year have been the Osea products. Now is the time to make small changes that have a big impact, like making a habit of using clean vegan skincare products on your face and body and Osea makes it so easy. When it comes to clean beauty, Osea is the pioneer. They've been making seaweed infused products that are safe for your skin and the planet for 26 years. I love their TikTok famous Andaria Algae Body Butter. It is next level. It has ingredients that are normally reserved for your face like seaweed and ceramides to transform dry, crepey skin to smooth, soft, and supple skin. It is thick, but it goes on so smooth and so easily. It's unbelievably rich. The texture just absorbs instantly. It feels so good on my skin, especially during the winter time. I love their body oil. It just gives you this nice glow, but it absorbs so you can still like put on clothes after and not feel greasy. And it smells great. And then for my face, their anti-aging moisturizer has been like my new gold standard for my face during the winter. It's just so soothing and hydrating. And I love that my skin still feels moisturized even 24 hours later. All of their products are clean, they're clinically proven, they're consumer tested, and to me, they are the perfect addition to your winter skincare and body care routine. You can start the new year fresh with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. And right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. You can get 10% off your first order site-wide with code BIGBOO at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order, which will just make you have new products you want to try, and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code BIGBOO for 10% off. It's weird because I felt like when Caroline first got home, I was like, we have so much time. Like, we have a month. We have so much time most five weeks and now we're like on the final countdown so it's like you're just trying to enjoy like all the little moments because it's you know just kind of I don't know I like having a slower pace so we can enjoy it here we go once again into the quiet house come next Monday it's going to be it's going to be quiet it's going to be back to back to just us so um, now I have meant to ask you and I meant to mention this last week and then I forgot 
I don't know if over the holidays you watched the Kennedy Center Honors episode where they honored Amy Grant. I didn't. You told me to, and then I didn't, but I want to. So tell us about it. Okay. Well, they also honored Gladys. I mean, they they honor several people in in that this particular, you know, installment. Mm-hmm. But so the first person that night was Gladys Knight, who I have loved to listen to her sing my whole life. And so, and Garth Brooks was one of the people who, who honored her. So that was great. But then it was Amy. Now listen, I was fine. Cheryl Crow sang Baby Baby. Mm-hmm. You know, it was great. It was upbeat. Katie Couric was the one who sort of, you know, did the the speech or the the tribute to her. Mm-hmm. But there was, and, and then the high women who I love, because I'm yes. obsessed with Brandy Carlisle. Uh-huh. Um, they sang Somewhere Down the Road and it was gorgeous. I mean, just, oh, just knock you out gorgeous where I thought, mm-hmm. oh, they need to record that. Like they need, okay. to, they need to be a song that, that that's released right now. It's, mm-hmm. it's so good. But then BB and Cece Winans came oh, out. Well, that'll do it. And sang El Shaddai. I've got chill bumps just now. Like I, I bawled my eyes out. Oh. I, I mean, I have not been able to stop thinking about it. And I could, well, probably I could cry talking about it oh. because you know how I feel about Amy Grant anyway. Like when I was in high school and I had like, you know, I, I knew all the the ways to act in terms mm-hmm. of faith, but I had so many questions I was scared to ask. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was almost like she was a pastor to me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she she was a teacher and a leader and a guide just with her music. And so listening to Bibi and Cece sing El Shaddai, I just, I, David walked in the kitchen and he was like, what are you, what? And I was like, oh, this is a game. It's, it's Bibi and Cece and they're singing. It, it was just remarkable. I just, I, and I've thought so much about why do I, why do I like look up to her so much? And I do. And I have uh-huh. a whole bunch of theories as to why, but all that to say it's on Paramount Plus. And Vince Gill, listen, just sitting behind her, just crying. You know, oh, I just okay. I need to watch beautiful. that. It was beautiful, yes. and I, I, so it it put me on a trajectory where when I was cooking last Thursday and Friday for everybody to come over, mm-hmm. I, I listened to a bunch of old Amy Grant stuff. Like I got into the Straight Ahead album, which was oh, I, that, I mean, I may oh, have been I love that album. High you know, uh-huh. yeah, and, and some Jehovah, uh-huh. and, which is a whole sermon. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I just, man, I'm grateful for her. So anyway, I've decided, and somebody actually uh, messaged me the other day and said, y'all need to have Amy Grant on the podcast. Oh, we, we do. should. We, but do. I don't know how, but, but, no, but we should I don't either. I don't, I don't either. And you if can anybody- talk to her while I weep. Uh, that's yes. how that will go. You know, yeah. I just, oh my gosh, mm. I just admire her so much. So anyway, I highly recommend it if people have not watched it. Okay. And, but I think there are also YouTube clips. I'll see if I can dig up YouTube clips too and link to them in the show notes so people can see the individual performances. But it was, man, I just thought how well deserved. She was such a difference maker and, and such an inspiration, I feel like, especially for our age group, you know, as we grew up. So. I love her. I don't know her, but I love her. Yeah. Okay. Well, I need to, okay. I need to watch that. I need to watch that. So Mm, that's that's so good. That's my tale of, of 
how I remembered how much I, I love and admire Amy Grant in okay. the Christmas holiday season of 2022. Well, I, that's funny because I had noticed that you had referenced a couple of times that you were listening to a lot of Amy Grant. And I thought that was interesting because now it makes more sense. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because I was like, we're really on a thing. Yeah. You know, here's a little known fact that you may not know about me is that I sang Open Arms from the Straight Ahead album as a duet when I was in eighth grade. Whoa. Hold on a minute. <laughs> yes, I did. I'm yes, sorry. I did. I'm sorry. I know. Yeah. Who who was your who was the other singer? Um, it was my friend Angie Schellenberger, who was okay. one of my junior high best friends. Okay. And she and I'm gonna say that Angie had the voice of an angel. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Me, not so much. Not so much. But it didn't. My enthusiasm for the song, I didn't let it deter me. I didn't let my lack of talent deter me. Is what I'm saying. And so we I, sang "Open Arms" as a as a duet at the eighth grade choir performance. Yes, that we makes did. me so happy. You know, yeah. when when I was a sophomore at State, Emma Kate used to go to FCA. And she sang an Amy Grant song, but now I can't remember which one I'm going to have to ask her, but she sang an Amy Grant song at FCA and I went with her so that I could press play on the cassette player, you know, (laughs) when she got ready to start. So I think if I remember correctly, I think that our choir director, Mr. LaForge accompanied us on the piano for that particular duet. It wasn't a cassette. It was a real performance. Yes. Well, that is just like Mr. LaForge to do that for y'all. He did. He did. And I thought Mr. LaForge was so old. And now looking back, I bet he was 37. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, Yeah. Yeah. So oh, Mr. Gosh. LaForge. Yep. Yep. That was my first and last solo choir performance. Well, I wish I had a recording of that. I know. I kind of wish I did too. <laughs> yeah. I used to play. I had the Amy Grant. They had a songbook. Uh huh. That I would so I would I would play different things on the piano. I don't know if I le- ever yeah. learned to play open arms though. I I definitely played Father's Eyes. I definitely mm-hmm. played El Shaddai. Um, I definitely tried to play Old Man's Rubble, but it was fast. You know. <laughs> yes, yes. I spent probably the better part of a year of piano lessons where I said my goal was to do play that opening thing to sing your praise to the Lord. Um. um and to this yes, day, ma'am. like I've played it so many times that I really could sit and do the air piano and play the first like several notes of it because I practiced that thing over and over and over again. I never really mastered it, but I I gave it my best shot. Okay. I have a I have a new goal in my life, and that is to get you near a piano so that I can <laughs> hear that. I just a keyboard. I'll go to yeah. Walmart and, and and go we can go to the back where the keyboards are, but I have a goal. Yeah, sure day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know it was, I mean, for years I would, when I would sit down, like I can still in my mind, I can play the first couple of little things and then it gets into those real aggressive yeah. chords. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, apparently okay. I've forgotten. I had a whole musical side of my personality that I have, I have buried because it wasn't really the most talented side of my personality. But. Well, but it's listen, all, all because of Amy, you know, yeah, yeah. all because of Amy. Inspired me. Yeah. So it turns out that being in your 50s is no joke when it comes to needing to take better care of myself. And the thing that I've realized as I have gotten older is that not eating well makes me feel 
terrible. And one of my low-level goals this year is to try to eat better and healthier foods and to think about what I'm putting in my body. Noom is such a great way for me to reset and think about what I'm eating and the food choices I'm making and why I'm doing it right now. And to me, being this age just highlights how much I need to think about my overall health and wellness. When we decide to lose weight, it's usually not just about the number on the scale. To me, it's about feeling better. It's being able to move, it's being able to walk, it's being able to not wake up puffy from eating a plate of cheese fries. And Noom Weight's psychology-based approach empowers you with the knowledge and support to build lasting results. That's the whole thing for me. It has to be sustainable. I can't go extreme. And Noom is sustainable because it really just helps me make better choices without changing my lifestyle. I love the Noom app because it's a daily check-in. It makes me think about what I'm choosing to eat, when I'm eating, and it's flexible for my lifestyle because I log my progress and it's encouraging without making me feel guilty because some days I'm just not going to eat great, but I can get right back on the train the next day and keep going. You can choose your level of support from five-minute daily check-ins to personal coaching. And active Noomers lose an average of 15 pounds in 16 weeks and 95% of customers say that Noom Weight is a good long-term solution. But more importantly, it helps you make better choices. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom Weight's psychology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com slash bigboo. That's n-o-o-m dot com slash bigboo to sign up for your trial today. And check out Noom's first ever book, The Noom Mindset, a deep dive into the psychology of behavior change, available to buy now wherever books are sold. Now, you mentioned we recorded a Patreon episode yesterday, and you mentioned that you have been reading a lot so far. So on Patreon, several people had asked, what are you reading? So can you update us on what you've read, what you are reading? I will. So I have set one of my low-level goals, I talk about this on Patreon, is to read more books this year. And so Mm -hmm. I have a goal for myself. I put it on Goodreads. I'm keeping track of my progress. I'm ahead of schedule for 2023, I'll have you know. But um. I, so, so far I've read, I started the year with, oh my goodness. Oh, with our Patreon book club book. Um, yes. I'm glad my mom died, which I loved. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not, no spoilers, but it just right. it was a really good, really well-written memoir. Um, and I didn't know anything about Jeanette McCarty. I had never watched iCarly, uh, right. but, Same. I, but I loved the book. Um, and then I read The Bodyguard by Catherine Sinner. I love that book. Mm-hmm. So good. Just a great rom-com, but good. Mm-hmm. I like her writing. I like rom-coms that aren't too cheesy and don't feel like the dialogue feels witty to me. Um, I know. And I like, I don't know. I I like that one. You got a good strong woman in that. Yes. You know, I, I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. 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 I thought the whole story, I thought that was good. Um, and then I read a book called The Perfect Marriage. Um, which is like a murder mystery. And it was by, it's by Geneva Rose. And it was fine. It was, I mean, it was a page. I finished it in a day because I couldn't put it down. So it, it was good. But in the, in the whole scheme of things, when I got done, I was like, was this in, it was, did this all feel kind of dumb a little bit, but I read it. So that's it. And then today I'm getting from Amazon because I'm trying to like jump around and, you know, I'm obviously I haven't read a book about World War II yet this year. I mean, it's really amazing. It's, it is. Uh-huh. It's kind of but, a won't he do it moment, really. It is. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that I pinpointed that that was part of my problem because I think when I stick to one genre, I get kind of tired and it all starts to run together. So I'm really mm-hmm. trying to keep it mixed up. Yes. And so today I'm getting, and I know you've read this and I'm really excited about it, is Molly Shannon's memoir. Oh my gosh. And I can't wait to read it. I loved that book. I did, I haven't like gone through everything I read last year and formally 
you know, said, well, here are my top five or here are the top 10 mm-hmm. or whatever. But that Molly Shannon book, you want she she's such a heartwarming person. Just, you know, just to watch her is she's yes. infectious, but her writing voices too. And I think sometimes that's hard okay. to pull off. She's just a really tender, thoughtful, but enjoyable writer. And I, I love that book. I, I, okay. Oh, I can't wait to talk to you about it. I also thought when you were talking, have you read Lessons in Chemistry yet by Bonnie Garmus? No, but that is also on my list for okay. this year. I think you will like that book. So okay. I would like to talk to you about that one too, when it's, when you finish, but I can't wait to talk to you about the Molly Shannon book. It's okay. It's so good. Well, I'm super excited. So I feel good about my goal. I like reading. It's kind of, I'm like, well, who knew, you know, everything to do, but I'm like, when I read before bed, I sleep better at night. Yeah. Like, like instead mm-hmm. of being on my phone, I feel like because I'm trying to write more this year, I feel like when I'm reading it's, there's a weird thing of if I'm reading more, it's makes writing is easier for me. Um, it gets me in that mode. So anyway, that is one of my things. And so that's it. But then on a, at Christmas, and I had meant, meant to mention this, but there was a real cute movie on, because I also want to watch more movies mm-hmm. instead of just shows and Instagram stories. I'm trying to broaden my attention span. Yes. Um, but there's a real cute movie on Amazon Prime called About Fate. Um, and Emma Roberts is in it and it's just real cute. It's just a real darling little sweet rom-com kind of movie. If you're looking for something like that, I highly recommend. So on that note, is it time for five favorites? time for five favorites indeed it is and my first favorite this week is I mean you know we've mentioned and we talked about this on Patreon yesterday that we are trying to eat more protein in 2023 Mm -hmm. that's one of our low-level goals and so I can really I can really dial into something like that and with some intention and some some research and so the amount of time i've spent in front of the greek yogurt section of the grocery store trying trying to figure out how can i maximize protein but not feel like i'm eating chalk yes and you know i love the wallaby greek yogurt but they only have it at sprouts and i don't buy anything else at sprouts and i don't want to just go to sprouts to buy yogurt every week yeah so no. i was like what what is an option that i can i can find in in my regular grocery store routine. Mm-hmm. So I bought, it's the Cabot triple cream vanilla bean Greek yogurt. And I would like to tell you that it is delicious. I have okay. never had a Greek yogurt that's this fluffy. It's almost like, it's almost more of the texture of Cool Whip. Like it's very light oh. and airy, but I love it because I don't, necessarily always love the texture of Greek yes, yogurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, it feels chalky. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's got a it's you can see the flecks of vanilla bean in this yogurt. It's really oh. like it's just a good everyday Greek yogurt option for me because I can do a, just a little scoop of that, a little scoop of peanut butter, a little bit of granola, and that is a delicious treat. So anyway, okay. or some fruit or whatever. This. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. Now, I ha- I had a hard time finding it online. I think you just have to, I mean, I'm linking to the Cabot website, mm-hmm. but I think you just need to look in your grocery stores and see, because there's a, there's a low fat version. I get the whole milk version okay. and 
I will say that's where that triple cream comes through from mm. and it is delicious. So okay. that's All my right. first this one. Good info. Um, my second thing this week is when David and I went on our cruise, it revealed that I have a need for a better carry-on luggage situation because okay. we had each had a carry-on bag just so we had a bag of kind of essentials and, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the event that our luggage was lost and I used my, uh, it doesn't matter what I used, but it was the wrong bag. It just, it got cumbersome. It, it was not ideal for what we were doing. And so I said, when I got home, I was like, okay, I recognize I need a better carry-on bag. And so David has had an away carry-on bag for several years. And so I used his when I went to Tampa to see if I liked it. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Okay. So I ordered myself. It actually came in today. It's the Away Bigger Carry-On. And it's so it's a little bit bigger than their traditional carry-on. Having taken this bag to Tampa, and you know, I'm not typically a carry-on person. I usually check yeah, a bag. Yeah. But mm-hmm. because Southwest was in such turmoil that week that we flew, it seemed wiser to, yeah. to carry on a bag. And what I like about it is, one, it's light. So it didn't, it wasn't cumbersome to pick up and put in the overhead thing. And then it's like a clamshell. So you have, a, you have space on either side of it. I just felt like I was able to be really organized when I packed and I got everything I needed in, in that bag, including an extra pair of shoes and it zipped, but it got just wheels like a dream. So I'm very okay. excited about it. And exciting. I, I did do some some research about carry-ons and whatnot, but I'm I'm a big fan of this one. The third thing is something that I also um, tried for the first time on the Tampa trip. And it combines several things that I love, almonds, dark chocolate, and peanut butter. And it's the skinny dipped dark chocolate and peanut butter almonds. They are delicious. And okay. when I was telling Melanie about them earlier, you know, sometimes when you get a chocolate covered almond, it's, it's just waxy and coated in this thick, like supposed to taste like chocolate substance. These really taste like dark chocolate, but it's just like a light glaze of chocolate and a light little glaze of peanut butter. So they're not super thick. Mm-hmm. And they're such a good, delicious little sweet treat if you need something or if you just want to have some chocolate and peanut butter. So I really love them. Yeah. Okay. That sounds, I'm going to have to try those because, you know, chocolate and peanut butter is really my favorite of the combinations. Me too. I love them. Mm-hmm. And and what I told Melanie is this is a little bit of a Reese's cheat. Like if you are somebody who likes a Reese's, mm. you think maybe I need to dial back on the Reese's a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, or maybe you don't. I don't know. Live your life. But for me, this is, you know, this is a good little thing to keep around the house just to have if I uh, want something sweet. This next thing is something that I just happened across. But, you know, I love a shirt dress. I just, they're comfortable. They're easy. They they go from season to season. And I had one from H&M that I actually took to Tampa and wore to dinner one night just because it's lightweight. It's easy to pack. And so Mm -hmm. they have, and I'd seen one in anthropology that I love, but I was like, that's entirely too much money for a shirt dress. Like it's not, it's just a solid shirt dress. So this was kind of the dupe that I found um, on the H&M site, but they have it in, it's in, it comes in a Kelly green and a white, and it's just a simple shirt dress. It's 20 
It's, it's a little cute. bit longer in the back than the front. If you mm-hmm. style it a thousand different ways, but I love pieces like this that you can, you can wear different ways. Um, it's not, you know, it's, I got the green cause I thought the color was fun, but there's no like super busy pattern to distract it's just a good basic piece. And so I wanted to pass it along. Okay. That's um, good. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and I think it runs pretty true to size. So just everybody keep that in mind, should you order it. And then my last thing this week is, um, I just, you know, I've worn the same kind of reader now for several years, the center stage readers from Peepers. And I like them a lot, but I just thought, you know, what if we mix it up a little bit in 2023? Like, what if yeah. I... What if okay. I get a different shaped lens? Ah. And so I ordered, actually have them on right now. I ordered these take a bow readers from people. Oh, they're cute. Okay. And I love them. Like they're, I mean, they're, they're just readers. I wear mm-hmm. a 1.5 if anybody's interested, but, okay. um, but I just, I like the softness of the, of the color. I don't uh-huh. know what this color combination is called that I have, but it's like a, it's kind of green, a green like tortoise. Is it the chai tortoise? The chai yes. tortoise in green? Okay, that looks real pretty. That looks like you. It is the chai tortoise. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. And they're substantive and they're comfortable and I like them. So if anybody's looking for a cute reader, I think this is a good new style. Okay. So, and it's not quite as oversized as my center stages are, although make no mistake, they are oversized. Okay. But, but maybe. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not real interested in glasses if they're not, but yes, but um, they are smaller along the bottom, but they're super comfortable. And so, uh, okay. um, and also work well if you need to pull your hair back for a minute. So that's always okay. an important quality for me. So there you have it. Okay. Well, those are great. Those are great. That is, I, it dawned on me last night. I was like, I really need to order a couple of new pairs of readers because I'm down to like two pairs that I like to wear. Yes. And that, you know, that starts to feel desperate because all of a sudden you misplace them and you're like, I can't see, you know, you can't have enough. I mean, I Uh need them. I need them in my car. I need some. and, And I, you know, I wear multifocal contacts, so I don't, I don't use readers all the time, but when my eyes get tired, or if I'm reading, like I'm, I'm always going to want a pair of readers. So I try to keep them everywhere, but mm-hmm. it's funny. Like you have favorite readers, like you have like drinking glasses or a favorite coffee mug or, you know, there's just some yeah. that, that sort of settle into your heart yeah. a little bit more than others do. That's so. true. You just mm-hmm. have your favorites. You just have mm-hmm. your favorites. So, well, y'all, this has been lovely. What a delight. What a, what a time. And what a, what a way to continue our, our transition into 2023 and all it holds, all that's before us. Yep. Well, and just remember, we did a whole thing on low-level goals. It is on Patreon. So if you'd like to hear some more of our low-level goals for 2023, you can find those there. Yes. Um, and then we're going to have our book club at the end of the month on Patreon. And then we're also going to do an episode where we talk about our toxic traits. <laughs> One of mine might be that I thought I could sing a duet in eighth grade. I I, I find it hard to even narrow down my toxic traits, honestly. <laughs> I mean, huh, this may be a multi-part series, you know? Layered. It's layered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I feel like we could do one, je- like I could do one whole episode on my road rage with, yes. with sub points and subcategories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could break it off. But uh-huh. mm. the silent things that I see the about that I say, no, it's all good. It's all great. It's yeah. all great. Oh, no worries. Uh-huh. No it's worries. Fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. If I if if I say no worries, odds are there are a lot of worries. <laughs> there are a lot of there are multiple worries. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, God. we will see y'all next week and talk all to right. y'all then. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Ow.